All right, well, welcome to Mates Talking About Stuff, and I am back after a very brief sojourn, Nikki Britton. Yeah, you weren't well, mate. No, I was a bit sick, and you know what? Uh, for I've done this job in various different versions for 20 years yeah. now, and I have rocked up so ill to so many gigs. Oh, super spreader. I, mate, I used to, uh, there was one time I was, I was very ill, and as my name was being said by the MC to welcome me onto the stage, I vomited <laughs> and then walked on and did my gig, right? That's just, that's what you do. You work sick. Oh, and yeah, you do. Now, no sick that, pay in this gig, is That's there? right. You've got to turn up sick. And for anyone who judges anyone during this pandemic for turning up to work sick, piss off and <laughs> figure out what it's like to not get paid if you don't go to work, right? So yeah. that's just you're trained to go to work sick, but I'm doing the right thing. I was I, I woke up uh, Monday morning very yeah. ill. I'm like, I cannot take this on tour. So I did the right thing. I went and got a COVID test, even though I know that it came through one of my filthy children. Yeah. Right? I've got three of them. They are germ factories. Absolutely. The little one got sick. I was like, all right, here we are. But, you know, Melbourne is currently in its second week of a one-week lockdown. So I don't know if you know how maths works, but that's <laughs> that's Victorian maths. And, Victorian um, maths for it's been seven years now. Is that what it is? <laughs> that's right. Is that how that comes out? That's right. So I got the test, didn't, couldn't come in. We had the wonderful Sam Taunton fill in for me. Uh, and then, of course, I don't, I, I don't have coronavirus. So I got the negative very a quickly. A huge win. Great, well right? Well done, Hals. But also, <coughs> excuse me while I cough up a lung. Uh, <laughs> Because it's not COVID, no one gives a shit, right? It's like, oh, you're ill. Is it COVID? Find out it's not. Right. Deal with it yourself. And this is... This is a. I think this is a growing concern for me um, a, a, around the world. I know that medical professionals care about our, our health and safety, but I feel like people making decisions are like it's COVID or nothing, right? Yeah, to, and this happened to me last year during the big lockdown. Um, my my oldest child has an affliction that's the same as my other two, which is not listening. <laughs> Um, can't can't seem to register my voice in their brain yeah. space when I say a thing. And, is that uh, aerosol born or is that just sort of? Yeah, I think it's inborn. airborne. Yeah, yeah, I, it's yeah, airborne. Yeah, 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 I think it's probably genetics. It's probably <laughs> it's you inborn. Know, yeah, it's it's inbred. What? No. And <laughs> anyway, what I was living out in the bush uh, during the big lockdown last year, and uh, we had a tiger snake. And um, around the property, and my kids don't like shoes. That's a I'd, big snake. Went all the way around the property. No, all the way. Yeah, thirteen acres of snake. <laughs> That's what it was. Oh tiger, boy. tiger snake. So you know, Nikki, uh, if it bites you, you're dead in half an hour. So Oof. fairly serious. And trying to get my shoes on my children is a like a regular struggle for me. I don't know why they won't put shoes on. Kids Try hate to, shoes. I they reckon. hate shoes. And when Absolutely they don't want them on, them. trying to put a sock on a four-year-old oh. is like trying to jam a flaccid penis into a condom. That's what it's uh, like. Yeah, I've been there. Yep. Um, right? In both scenarios. <laughs> Try and get so, that flaccid penis in a vagina then as well. It's like stuffing a marshmallow on a test tube. That, a real nightmare. Oh, hello. Late nights. <laughs> Good to be comparing it to my children's feet. We're back, guys. We're so back. Harley the, and Britain. Hashtag never not filthy. Um, so the 10-year-old's out there, right? No shoes on. Tiger snakes around. I said, mate, put your shoes on. He doesn't even register that I've said anything. Jumps over a fence. Lands on an upturned rake. <gasps> 
three prongs of the rake right through the foot. This is the first thing I said to my child. I leant down, looked in the eyes of my firstborn and just went, it is very hard to have any level of compassion for you at the moment. I just said, go put your shoes on. And now this has happened, right? And he's all like, no, my foot hurts. I'm like, no, I've got a parent, right? So I pick him up. Rake falls out. I walk back past the house. Hannah's there. I'm like, this is happening. She goes, I'll call ahead. So... They know she, us. They know yeah, us they by know name. Us. So they, she calls the doctor's surgery. Now, we're in, we're in a COVID situation still, um, and so I had to call when I got there. And uh, so I call out the front, parked at the front door, and said, hey, doc, I'm here with my idiot kid. Um, he's like, Are you, do you have any COVID symptoms? My kid goes, I've got a sore throat. I'm like, shut <gasps> up. Shut up. What now, this is the truth. I've been doing this on stage, but this is an absolute true story. The doctor goes, oh, you've got COVID symptoms in the house. You've got to go and get a COVID test. I'm like, but that could take, you know, 24, 48 hours to get the result. Yeah. He has three real rusty holes <gasps> in the bottom of his foot right now. Like it's, we don't need a test result. Got it. And you have the vaccine for what that could produce right now in your office. Could <sighs> you put on your hazmat suit, get out to the car and inject my child with the tetanus vaccine. Yeah. No. I had to go <gasps> and get a COVID test. I went I went to the hospital uh, and told them the scenario. They were pretty disgusted by it. And they did exactly <sighs> that. They put on a hazmat suit. They came out. They cleaned the foot. They gave a tetanus booster. Butter bing. Off we go. We're done. Got the COVID test. Came back negative. And this is my point, right, is I get it. We're in a pandemic. It's a big deal. It's, yeah. it's, it's knocked out a whole lot of uh, work, industry. It's killed a lot of people. It's shut down the world. But other shit is going on. Yeah. People get sick in other ways. Idiot children step on rakes. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Ooh. That's my rant. It's, it's, a good, it's a good rant. It was a solid rant. Thank and you. what we missed on Monday was a Harley rant. And so Thanks, I'm glad mate. it's back. Well, Nicky, you know that this uh, podcast is very high concept. It's yeah. mates talking about stuff. It's you and it's me and it's stuff and we talk about it. That's exactly right. And sometimes we even get an extra little mate to come along. Absolutely we do. And we've got a great mate right now, fantastic comedian, the wonderful Dane Simpson. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> thanks, thanks for letting me come along and, and have a yarn to you. This is, yeah. You know we bloody love it. We bloody now, love you. You're in Wagga. Yeah. Um, what's the what's the vibe on the ground in Wagga? We've just been talking about how Harley's been locked down down there in Victoria. Yeah. Uh, how are you going? Uh, I don't think anyone here knows that there's a pandemic happening. Yeah. In right. the rest mm-hmm. of the One world. Of those. Yeah. It yeah. is. Sure. It's just all stations go. Um, nothing. Nothing is affecting anyone. <laughs> but you've just been on the road, mate, and you've just come through Victoria. And so are you now in self-isolation because of your travels? Not not self-isolation, but I was meant to go to uh, Queensland and they won't let me oh, over yes. the border. Even though oh. I wasn't in it. I was in the sticks. I was in Colac. I wasn't in like a hot zone or anything like that. But yeah. uh, because of Queensland's got a, got a hard line. Anastasia. Your yeah. mate, Palaszczuk. She's saying yeah. absolutely not. It's in the DNA up there in Queensland. They think they're another country. They but always have. <laughs> Cut them off, they say. Yep. Whereas Gladys is like, we'll take you. We'll yeah. take yeah. you all. Yeah, Come absolutely. on home. <laughs> you're, you haven't been able to go up to Queensland, so you're just chilling at home. Yeah, 
Yeah, I was. We we're meant to head up there. For, I was meant to be there for like a week, I think. So I'm just hanging around at home. We've got the Wagga Comedy Festival coming up very quickly. Oh, I'll give it a plug. I think I'll give it a big plug. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. There's plenty of plenty of shows happening. <laughs> Will's coming here. Um, there's a, there was meant to be a few comedians coming up from uh, Victoria, but unfortunately okay. that won't that no. won't be happening. But oh, we're not allowed to leave. R.I.P. to that. Yeah, of shows. Jez yeah. was meant to be coming up. Um, oh, Jez Hickey. Yeah, and uh, Nate Valvo. Um, oh, some of the absolute best. I have no doubt, though, Dane, being the incredibly entrepreneurial comedy genius that you are, you will have filled those <laughs> slots and got such wonderful shows and wonderful performers that everybody should flock to the Wagga yeah. Comedy Festival, it, unless you've got symptoms, in which case they don't want to be in this hot spot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's going to be an absolutely incredible festival. Um, heaps of heaps of really cool acts. The Umbilical Brothers are coming, which is pretty cool. That that's a little bit nostalgia for me. So um, yeah, yeah, I, I love that. OGs. It's, it's, well, that's it's it, they they are OGs to me, but they're doing a very tech heavy show, so that it's like a bit of old, bit of new for me. So that's oh, that's going to be pretty cool. cool. Yeah. Now they're not folding up their penises, are they? No. They're making. <laughs> No, umbilical brothers do not fold up their penises. (laughs) That would be puppetry of the penis. Uh, Look, it's just two white guys on a stage. Sometimes I get confused. (laughs) Lano and Woodley are slapstick. Lano and Woodley fold up their penises. No. I mean, they might might do. It sounds sounds like they do. (laughs) I mean, Frank looks like he folds his penis up in the morning just to get going. Um, But that is not. Puts it in a briefcase? Yeah, Colin definitely puts it in a briefcase. Um, no, I actually, I love, I, I know and very much love the Umbies and the the Umbies. Well, the producers just laughed at me calling them the Umbies. That's yeah, a, everyone yeah. knows them as the Umbies. The Absolutely. Umbie boys. Yeah, the Umbies. And, and Lano and Woodley as well. What a pair of legends. And, and sure, look, the Puppetry of the Penis Puppetry guys. of the Penis boys uh, are good friends of mine and they have built a, an amazing empire out of playing with their dick. <laughs> Louis C.K. tried to jump on board the, the train, but... Yeah, but he, he didn't have a consenting paying audience, yeah, did he? Nah, yeah, it's nah. a big difference. He was, tr- he was trying some new stuff. Yeah, and he was doing one trick that we all know how to do. <laughs> Wasn't much to it, to be honest. We expected more folding. Yeah, yeah. Just mostly Make friction. the hamburger, mate. Yeah. <laughs> um, don't ask someone to eat it, though. So, no. Dane, what's going on? I feel like you've got a story... Uh, something's haunting you. Is that correct? <laughs> no, well, sort of. I, I just, uh, I like yarning about ghosts. I love, I love ghost yeah. stories and stuff. We come off Roadshow uh, only last week, and involved in Roadshow, I was at a place called Charters Towers, which is up in Queensland. Oh, yeah. oh my yep. god, mate! I've been to Charters Towers. Have, have, did they take you on the ghost tour when you went? Yeah, there? they took like so. The theater itself is like mondo haunted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And I really want to be a part of the conversation, but I feel like I'm going to be a real party pooper. Oh. Uh-oh. He's a non-believer. Oh. He, I, think, I think we've got a cynic in the crowd here, well, guys. I wouldn't say it's cynicism. It's more science. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get it. And no, I get it. 
Don't look. I feel like I come to ghosts in the afterlife with a healthy level of curiosity and a healthy level of skepticism combined. Yeah. Yes. Um, but there's look. There's a bit of fun with just getting a little uh, a little jittery at the belly after you hear a great story like yes. Dave's probably going to tell us now from Charter Towers. Well, and that's that's the thing that I mean. Like I just I and I'm with you, Harley. Don't don't get it wrong. Like I have, I'm not a I'm not a believer. I um, but I certainly love. I love yarns. I love hearing yarns. Oh, yeah. I, I love a good ghost yarn and what people believe and stuff. And, and in no way would I ever go, um, that did not happen. What would have happened is, well, like, you know, like that's not in me. I, I love when people are, are telling their story and I'm just like, yeah, this is great. <laughs> and I will say some things can't be explained. Absolutely. 100%. The, the, I mean, this is deeper than we usually go on these podcasts. But I feel like. Unless, unless the ghost has got a dick. <laughs> And then we're back. There's two ghosts just folding their dicks on stage. (laughs) If the ghost is performing some kind of ghost dick trick, then we are back. This is absolutely our wheelhouse. Um, for, for, For our national broadcaster, ABC, during lockdown, some of us made some sketches for a show called At Home Alone Together, and I played a character called Dawn who could eradicate ghosts from your house. She just had to get to the bottom of why they were so frustrated and felt that they needed to communicate with the people in the current life. (laughs) And, um, I mean, if you want to watch it, uh, it's out there. It's basically at the end of the sketch is just a montage of two minutes of me wanking off a poltergeist. So we're back. We're back. It's good. High high art. (laughs) Yeah. Shut us down, but we keep creating beautiful pieces of art. Absolute filth. Five stars. Um, Dane. Yeah. What's your ghost? Charters Towers. Uh, so Charters Towers have a ghost um, that lives upstairs of the theatre and we did a uh, little walkthrough after we did our show with the with the road show um, and just a few of us went up there and, yeah, the, the, the person who – the manager of the theatre, she's quite a storyteller, which is absolutely mm. fantastic. And the story's not even – like great when you when you sort of break it down to its to its essence. It's it's really yeah. about a guy who uh like the manager of the bank didn't didn't pay this guy I, I think they renewed his contract and he was getting paid eight dollars and they renewed the contract for six dollars. Um and I'm sure oh, a pay cut. Yeah, it's a pay cut. And I I'm sure that the equivalent would be, I don't know, eighty grand down to sixty grand. Um, he wasn't happy with it and he came in and shot the bloke during a board meeting. Right. So no HR in those days? No. (laughs) No, That was HR. That was, yeah. (laughs) That's that's how they used to take care of HR problems. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 12-gauge shotgun office. (laughs) Um, um, and so that's gone bang, bang in the head, hasn't it? Yeah, and then they've they've got a a, a painting um, of this... Monumental uh, occasion that that happened. It was awkward when they asked him to sit for it. (laughs) That's what I was thinking. Just hold that pose. I was like, why? Why did they? Why did they paint this? Um, And then there's a table um, that she says it could or might it might or might not be this very table. So it's a table. Uh, it's a table. It could possibly have been the table. We picked up the uh, the table covering and it was quite like the joinery of the table 
very much says Ikea and not 200 years <laughs> old. <laughs> Is that why the table cover's on it? I, They're like, oh, we've we've got to protect this precious gem, but really you lift it up and you're like, oh, that's some good Swedish joinery. Is, yeah, there's still a white sticker on it. Yeah. It's called the Flugen Hugen Dugan. Yeah. <laughs> like, mate. Dane Simpson, off the back of a ghost story, because I love a ghost yarn as well. Yeah. Um, and look, this is a sidestep, but my mum is an amateur ghost hunter. Yay. Um, we're oh. probably, we're going to have to talk about this that. This is fantastic. Episode. We've definitely got to get her in. I feel like we need the parents episode where Harley talks about his dad who's a minister and I talk about my mum who's a ghost hunter. Yeah. yeah. It's the same thing really if yeah, you break it down, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> That's so accurate. The two circles of that Venn diagram almost totally completely yeah, cross over. Yeah. One um, of them judges the other one and you're like, come on, you're in the same business of snake oil salesmen, aren't you? Um, but my mum hosted ghost tours at the quarantine station in Manly, which apparently is one of the most haunted locations in the world. And she would always tell me stories and, you know, I'd go there and – I mean, I feel embarrassed saying this in front of Harley, but stuff happened. But yep. – it kind of has got me on this train of like watching a bit of like spooky afterlifey stuff. And there is a show on Netflix at the moment called Surviving Death, which is mm-hmm. a lot of fun to watch. Quite compelling, quite interesting. They've really tried to go the science route with a lot of things, but they get to sort of episode four. <laughs> and I watched this the other day. And there is there's a woman. I shouldn't laugh at her. I she, but there is a woman who is in England um, and she's talking about how she's able to channel a doctor from the 1800s. Yes, oh, yes it's oh. a science. Yeah, I believe, going. I think he's called Dr James. Mm, and um, she talks about how her husband and her were sitting at home one night in the lounge room and her husband had, had just had knee surgery and this orb appeared, like a a ball of light appeared in their lounge room and then it like manifested into an an actual human doctor who walked over to her husband's knee, placed his hands on the knee, then the husband has never felt any pain anymore but ever since then um, this woman can actually channel the doctor through herself. I don't know if the doctor stepped into her on the exit. She didn't talk about the exit. Anyway, um, (laughs) now she channels and they take you through a session where she gets this woman and man in, the man lies on the table and he's had all this pain and these fits and he's having a terrible time of it. And then she goes, okay, yep. And she starts making something on the pottery wheel. (laughs) There was was less pottery than than you'd hope for, to be honest. Almost no pottery involved. And and how much does one of these life-saving... Healing sessions cost yeah. quite a bit. I would yeah. Imagine. Yeah. They, they didn't go into money, but you know, you can't put a price on your health. So no. I imagine quite a bit. Um, but she places her hands on this man's. <laughs> Where'd she put she her hands? She places her hands on this man's shoulders and she goes, Okay, uh, yeah, I'm just going to channel um, Dr. James. <clears throat> and she starts going, <laughs> Hello there, old boy. How are you doing? <laughs> no, she does the voice. Oh, she great. does this old no. voice. And it's this 
1800s British doctor. Well, oh, oh my fuck. God. She's sold me now. It's yeah. worth it. It's worth the watch. It's worth the watch. She then goes on, like, the woman's, <laughs> the wife is crying at this point, probably because she spent so much money on an absolute fucking. Yeah. And then she goes, he goes, <laughs> oh, uh, just get yourself a tissue there, darling. Uh, I think there's one in my uh, psychic's uh, handbag. <laughs> oh, do you? Do you, oh. Dr. James? Oh, so it's Dr. Almost... James knows that. He does. That's amazing. It's almost like you packed the bag yourself, Dr. James, this morning when I, you left your house. I love that Dr. James is culturally appropriate as well. So it's 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 yes. fine for her to do the voice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. <laughs> totally. Yeah, I mean, it's know, not a Chinese doctor no. from 500 yeah. years ago because then we're into some yeah. shaky ground if here. If it was Ayurvedic medicine, where she'd be in trouble. <laughs> Guys, I've got a bit of a problem that I'm hoping that you can help me out with. Sure, lay it on yeah. me. Um, like you know, it's been a bit of a time for everyone, a tough old year, and I was just looking at possible holidays I can take as a single person alone that don't make me want to jump off a bridge. Okay. Um, and one of the, like you've got to get the perfect balance of sort of location, purpose, enough people around you, but not too much. Yep. Commu- like you know, intense connection with too many people you're not into. And I thought, why not go on a little wellness retreat? A bit, oh. of, a, a bit of a yoga moment. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could just cut out the middleman and go straight to the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Oh, I'm still on board. Okay. Yoga retreat, oh, yeah. yeah. No, it's good. <laughs> what What is a yoga retreat? What's... Oh, it'd be so nice, wouldn't it? It'd be so nice to be able to holiday with your family, just live your life. <laughs> let me t- let me take you on one of my family holidays, Britain, and We've let's see let's see how holidays. good it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for peace. I'm looking for tranquility. Maybe I'm looking for uh, you know a little bit of enlightenment. Hey, yeah. sure, maybe a few downward dogs and a some smuggled in contraband. Light your yes. liqueur at the end of the night. Gotcha. The point being, I started Googling quite a lot of these things and they started talking about stuff like reset yourself at a cellular level. And I'm mm. like, whoa, I guess my cells need a reset. Like it's been a big year. And they were like, oh, um, we will take you through art therapy and all sorts of, you know, deep fundamental shifts in your thinking and your beliefs. And I was like, oh, yeah, well, sure. Like out with the old, in with the new. Let's have a good time. And then I, and then I looked up reviews and it was a straight up cult. Like it was, oh. what I was looking up was a straight up cult. Um, and I, look, I'm just putting it to you guys. Yep. You know me. Yeah. Do you think. Like, what are the chances that I'm probably going to join a cult in the next 10 years? Like, my, my concern is I feel if like I just keep making decisions on my own, you're gonna, I, I'm going to fall off the grid sometime very soon. Well, I feel like you're a very intelligent person, Nikki Britton. Thank and, you. And, and you're... Uh, you're intuitive about the world around you. Don't but say I, intuitive. That's they'll get me. They'll get me well, in their cult if I, you say intuitive. I also feel like you're prime for the snatching. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, like you're yeah. an open-minded person. You're up to new experiences, yeah. and I feel like you actually are. You know, maybe people will go, "Not Nikki Britton, too smart." <laughs> I don't think it's about intelligence. No. I think it's about no. I'm open to that. Next minute, you are one yeah. of seven wives. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're very trusting. To be honest, just. One of seven would be a seventh more of the uh, affection and love that I'm getting at the moment. (laughs) 
I reckon the seventh wife is like, that's not a bad gig. Yeah. I reckon the seventh, to be honest, if I was one of seven wives, I, I'd just be trying out gear on the other six, you know, <laughs> yeah. and I'd get a, like, what is that? I'd get a finger on a Sunday. Yeah. That's basically it. Yeah, cup one of cheesy day, Sunday finger. night of the week. Yeah. Happy days. It says that in the uh, the book of Galatians in in the Bible. <laughs> the book of- a cheeky Sunday finger. Called- <laughs> yeah. And lo, God came down and decreed that on the seventh day, the seventh wife would cop a cheeky Sunday figure, which is the first day. But, you know, whatever, semantics. The image of that cult when you look it up is just, you know, the famous painting where God is reaching out and reaching a finger to the clamshell lady. That's just her, but she's turned around. That's... Well, Dane, I hope that we have increased the level of knowledge and intelligence in your life by joining us on Mates Talking About Stuff. uh, I'm going to go spread the good word to the the people of Wagga Wagga. (laughs) Spread the good Sunday finger. Well, another episode of Mates Talking About Stuff. Nikki Britton, as always, I enjoy your company. Mate, me too. Dane Simpson, thank you for being here. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Five stars or f*** off. There it is. Yes, Dane Simpson. (laughs) He didn't didn't even need an intro to that. He was straight on point. And best news is we'll be back on Monday. See you then, guys.